Welcome to Connecting the Dots, the podcast where we share our stories from the battlefield of consulting. Thanks for joining us on this very special Christmas-themed episode. I'm your host, Jolly Johnny Hill. Hi, I'm Pamela Peppermint Crozier. Hey, I'm Kareem Candy Cane Jamal. I'm Phil Felice Navidad Gambling. Hey, I'm Bruno Blitzen Bariso. So today, you're going to get a glimpse into a working session where we discuss how we would approach designing and developing a one-of-a-kind naughty or nice list app for none other than Chris Kringle himself, and how such a simple idea can quickly expand and turn into something way bigger than you initially expect. It's a little unique and probably different from what you'd usually expect from us, but I think we're going to have a lot of fun today. Let's get started. So the basic prompt for the project is that Santa needs help from us, right? Like, yeah, what if we were contracted by Santa to design a naughty or nice app because he's sick of doing it by hand and thinks it could be way more efficient if we like had recommendations for him or like got it into a mobile app that he could just carry around with him all the time. Um, maybe, you know, it's like a proof of concept and just starting off, uh, we're like pulling in Twitter history data or like real-time tweets uh, to see if people are, if kids are being naughty or nice. Can kids use Twitter? I mean, I think, I don't think there's an age requirement on Twitter. And who, I mean, Santa still gives presents to adults. Okay. Well, if they're that, not naughty. That might be an important early requirement. To... So does this app have to go through like an approval process for two weeks? That's a great question. Like the app store, oh, yeah, 13 Like the app store approval process? Older. Because Great if question. that's the case, we need to ship this on December 1st. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is he the only user or is this, you know, I'm using it? Is this, is, is this an analytics dashboard for Santa or are the children logging in, you know, via, via oh, the app to report, to self report? And, where, and then the weather Santa's piled is it AWS? Is it Google? <laughs> well, probably if you're a parent, you can, you can, uh, add status for your kids like hey um, behave or ooh, ooh so there's like a watchdog feature where parents can uh, say all right i'm gonna tell santa that you broke yeah. my base exactly oh, creep right oh there. man so are we integrating this with the santa tracker that's Which a one? that's a v2 okay <laughs> the norad oh that's your go-to that's my go-to santa tracker my go-to is hey, Google. Where is that, I, here's an aside. <laughs> I wish Google and NORAD would sync up on those two trackers because they, oh, yeah. you know, a smart different? kid might look up. Yeah, they don't follow the same path. <laughs> so, you know, you might the accidentally decoy. bring up the wrong one and then the kid might notice, might have not quite picked up on that yet. I mean, we pick one. Well, when's the decoy? They believe it. I mean, they believe it is that they're still the age. It is, it is legit. Like he is traveling. <laughs> He's always there. over Argentina when I look. <laughs> there, are a lot of, there are a lot of nice kids in Argentina. That's yeah. why. In addition to the parents, if, if we go that route, um, elves will be used looking at it too, right? It's not just Santa. Looking oh, yeah. So do we need like different levels of permission? Yeah. Like Santa can need- edit it, but elves can just check off stuff like, hey, this gift is ready. Does he delegate out? Uh, monitoring of different parts of the world to different people. So maybe he can't look at all of it at once and he's got elves in charge of North America and another <laughs> elf in charge of Europe. Yeah. 
So and now this, we've got a whole we got a whole permission hierarchy. Oh. Now there's an admin screen. <laughs> now here's the twist. Um, this is actually a real project, and we need to get this built by December first. So uh, <laughs> I need estimates as well. <laughs> I already I already got the budget from them, so you have to fit into that budget. But it's a three week POC. Oh, but it's a real project. But I have a question. If it's an analytics dashboard for Santa, but it, he's going to be on the go, it has to be mobile. So mm. it has to be responsive. Or is it an app? It's not, we've decided it's not really an app. Or is no, it, it has to be mobile. Well, yeah. is it, it has real to be time, mobile friendly. Like, yeah. I'm assuming he would know by the time he takes off, right? Doesn't he already have? Well, but it, he made he's, is, he, is he using That's, it to mark off each kid as he delivers the gift? Well, that's one note we had is it needs to update real time. So if little Timmy gets on Twitter and cusses out his parents on Christmas Eve, Santa needs to know because that kid's not getting an Xbox. Oh, so he, need, he may need a notification. Oh, yeah. Notification notification. Notification. So yeah. Alerts and notifications. I mean, that's already four screens we're talking. Can we, well, to cut the scope down, can we do all administrative changes, just direct database? Uh, for v1 maybe who's staying up all night for this uh sorry i've got time off on christmas. yeah that's it that's another factor people are taking time off around christmas time all good so, so really if you were to look at our if you were to look at forecast if if i'm thinking of this from even staffing this even before we have all the requirements and who's going to build this it's if we consider the holiday timing, we're November 1st right now, and we're having our first call. And then for the US, our teams, a lot of the teams tend to take off the week of Thanksgiving, or if, if not two to three days around Thanksgiving. So that's a wash. And then unless we put it all on our Tenerife team or Bruno builds the whole thing. Sure. Um, and so really, <laughs> yeah. we're already at only three weeks of November. And we have to get this in Santa's hands by the second week of December. That's tight. Or the first week of well, December. Is he using this to just track or is he actually using this to know what to build? Because priorities then, for his the toys. Elves need the elves need this list like now because they can't build everything in like two well, weeks. Well, let's let's just assume there's a little bit of Christmas magic in there and the toy, the effort to build the toys has already been put in. The elves have some sort of like divine foreknowledge of what to build. It's more so just like getting everything packaged up and getting ready to go. Putting like the lay the name tag on it, basically. Right. Like Let's just, just say, yeah, Santa's not them. Santa's not in need of more uh, labor. There's <laughs> there's not a labor labor shortage for the elves right now. So yeah, I think he's good there. We or should maybe, be aware of that though, because there might be a labor shortage. All right, I'll make <laughs> a note of that under the assumptions. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe this MVP one scope needs to be limited. So next year we could build out the whole thing. But what what what's a problem we, he needs to solve right now? And maybe it's that real-time update on the road will integrate with their existing uh, naughty or nice determination, but push out updates to Santa because they're going to check it real time. So, you know, we we wanna we wanna partner with with Santa. You know, Xperia builds a lot of business with great partnerships, but we also got to be realistic that maybe this isn't, I, we can't build out the whole thing this year. So how can so, we help you now, Santa? Right, right. What What's the one big win we can get you? Let's just say right. it's, you know, okay, well, I want to at least get notified of like live Twitter updates or something like that. 
while I'm right. out. Because maybe he just needs to get he needs something he can show to the C suite, you know, in this case Mrs. Claus to right. get more budget for next year. A suite. <laughs> I don't know. It is C-suite. Yeah, C-suite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we probably would need some some logic around determining what's a naughty tweet and what's not, right? It's not like that's easy. Right. Sounds like we might need Graham to consult. Right. On how to build the proper model to actually, you know. Like, are we plan. using NLP? Well, of course, yeah. we got it. Yeah, I mean, we, we're talking ML machine learning, right? I'm building a model around. Yeah. But, and, and so let, let's let's talk about real time for a second. What problem are we trying to solve? Like, he's on his flight. But yeah, flight, I guess. Um, his sled. Is that still considered a flight? I don't know. Um, uh, he, he's, in, he's on his journey. Uh, and real time, someone likes... I guess what? Maybe they supported the Grinch. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and um, that person gets moved over to the naughty list. Is Santa not going to give them a gift, even though he may be right above their house, or well, vice it's... versa? They may be. They may have been on the naughty list, and whatever they did, they it's... came onto the nice list. But there's no just... gift wrapped for it's that. Just person. Santa didn't. So is it like some kind of just-in-time delivery? Uh, like is it or does it like get to... cut off right before Santa leaves and that's the final list or, or or does he have backup gifts it's like okay you're still on the nice list but that last action took you down from an Xbox to like a bag of candy or a pair of socks a pair of socks maybe with coal <laughs> but like yeah yeah but I it, think Bruno's is, right is the, is the gift list scalable and and who's determining it so mm. that's the, the model right and is it like the calendar year or is it up to pre last Christmas? So like the last week of the previous year, what's his range of. Oh, of can you, it's date range by date range or is it custom range? Because if it's custom, what, that's more complicated. Is it your, is it your time visit. zone? Since last so is it visit. visit to visit. That seems yeah. like a reasonable. I think that's that a reasonable he, cutoff. He, he should have already a system running, right? It's manual, of course, but he's, he's keeping track of. He's not. He's not. It's so we should list. we should start from there. Mm-hmm. It's a long mm-hmm. paper list. It's that one that goes like that. That long <laughs> paper list. So he has to be able to upload that. Exactly. That's around the point. <laughs> a, a bulk a bulk import. Yeah. Bulk import. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's assume it's a CSV. It's okay. already been converted to digital. Well, it it's a CSV, is. but we need to support the CSV upload. Okay. Do we need an archive? Like, does he need historic? Uh, does he need to be able to look back in multiple years to see overall trends? No, this is current time only. But would it be useful? Is this, that sounds like that's, that's, a, that's a V2. That's a V2. Yeah. Well, probably that's already running, right? I say, um, what, I, what I think is we are just building a, an extra input to his mm. already working uh, logic of determining who's naughty, who's not. Just to add the right the real time feed to, to the to the pipeline for this year but next year we're converting all of that to full digital where we pro- yeah we should probably have yeah uh, like a, a, a next phase um determine how to to add the real-time logic to the already running um pipeline that he has well so do we does he uh like the original or 
requirement had Twitter as a, a replacement for the feed that really that's is for there, the MVP. Yeah. I'm trying to wrap my head around Twitter. that though. <laughs> we... I feel like there's multiple data feeds. Mm -hmm. There's the manual, however, he's been monitoring people and manually mm -hmm. writing it down. But now we're trying to add in more. So I, I think in some ways we were treating this as a proof of concept so that for Christmas 2022, Santa can have all those data feeds. But he wants to know, okay, can you just take Twitter data and prove to me that you can understand when a tweet is naughty or nice and compile that and create a profile for me? And I'll take a test run on it. Let's just say, you know, maybe it's like this is a small scale test, like just for Tulsa, Oklahoma. He wants all of the like Twitter history data for Tulsa. That's like two kids. I like yeah. narrowing that scope, Johnny, because mm. Phil and I were going towards a full modernization project. Right, right. <laughs> and and if since since we're targeting kids, should it be like a TikTok instead? Oh, totally. Oof. Oh man. Now you're gonna have to use that weird voice. All of that. Because <laughs> TikTok is like okay, sentiment analysis, right? How many people liked their video and how many people disliked it? Hey, that can be a quick gauge on if it's the naughty or nice. Can you dislike on TikTok? Uh, I don't know. Actually, no. I think you can just hard it. Clearly, we're the wrong market. But you can get data on like how how long did they linger over like an, a certain kind of post, you know? Or did they? Yeah, that's not that's not post. necessarily naughty or nice, right? I could put out no. stuff that enrages yeah. people, and you well, know fair. that is actually. I mean, we we could we could, just, <laughs> we, we could assume there's a, a pre-built uh, algorithm out there for sentiment analysis and just run it on that video, and that video will come or that uh, model will come back with a positive or negative. So I feel like we have too many inputs. But if we're looking at Twitter history, because, and we're talking about kids, like, are we looking at kids' social media or are we relying on the parents? Like, that's what we need to write down. Is it, is it pulling from kids' social media, which is creepy, or is it the parents? Well, so since kids, like the age limit, I just checked 13 on all of these. For Twitter? I guess for all of them. For all of them. I think 13, 13 is like the, the limit. I mean, 13, are they really believing? But then if you're using social media, well, that's that's a whole other thing. So then maybe that means you have to use a parent's account. You have to for, because the assumption. For their reporting of their kid. But how do you so the, how do you look at parents' Twitter or whatever? Oh, yeah. no. Parent, well, parents no, no, but you can't, you also, can't use parents' Twitter history to like, judge a kid. So, then, so we could say... Our kid, right? oh, I could okay. say so the scope is limited more. to... Uh, the scope is limited to like Santa wants us to kind of determine the inputs. He just wants us to prove that we can he, identify. He, he threw out Twitter as like a possibility right. in his huddle internally with elves. But yeah, I mean, I think if you think like think of it like a letter to Santa. But if it's a parent message to Santa for the digital age is you go <laughs> You DM Santa. <laughs> let, let, let's look at how Santa's collecting that information now, yes. right? How we is need he to know how him? he's doing it now, and then how, how we, do we how do we update yeah. it where he can we can put right. it together on a dashboard? Right now, parents aren't self-reporting, or you know, we're not. He's not scraping anything. He's looking at the kids themselves, right? So how do we do that in a non? But as a parent, you know, if the, your kid does something good or bad, would you go to 
Twitter or Facebook and be like, ah, oh, Johnny, like, big mess <laughs> in the kitchen again. Look at this picture of this kid. Or, you know, really proud of so-and-so for their good grades, you know. So can we go on those kind of tweets? So a lot of tweets might just be, like, ignored because it's just nothing to do with the kid. But right. if it's it a tweet, it's determined to be, but yeah, like, oh, this is about a child. It's about their child. Now we, and now the sentiment analysis probably gives you a good indication of, like, they did something good or bad. Like if it were me, I would only put good tweets out because that means my kid gets right, a good yeah. gift how bad yeah, they are, game the and I don't have to buy one, right? <laughs> yeah, there needs to be like a uh, sincerity analysis. Yeah, I would trust so, the parent. <laughs> so we need to figure out or we need to understand how Santa's doing it now, and then how do we update that for his test, for his mm-hmm. POC? Right. So, yeah, we, I think we have, like, we've gone through some of the assumptions that we would make, but we need to think through, like, okay, how will we manage this kind of project? Pam, you were talking a little bit about, like, okay, it needs to be, like, a, is it a short-term POC kind of a deal? Well, yeah, so if it's a short-term POC, we would definitely work closely with the client, and what we have done for some of these shorter-term POCs, when we're looking at it from an agile, you know, agile standpoint, because we have to get those designs done quickly, we need feedback, iterative feedback throughout the whole project. So whether it's iterative feedback on the design, we're not going to have time for any of like large scale user testing or anything like that, but making sure that we have that client involved in either, if not daily standups with this type of time frame, or, you know, bi-weekly standups to get that feedback, be able to move quickly on any um, iterations. And then when we get in even into development, when we start coding, making sure that we're going down the right path, because um, we don't want to be completely off the mark since this timeline is so tight. So it's a little bit different for a POC like this rather than a larger project. Is, is Santa using this sort of side by side with his manual list? Because if it's a POC, we don't want a POC sort of dictating what right. Dan is going to give and not give for like the millions of kids around the world today. If we well, yeah, I think we can assume he's, yeah. he's like taking the POC and comparing it to the list and seeing the performance and like the time it took to produce and all that kind of like all those factors. I think it's fair to say he has like a whole team that's not able to spend time making toys because they're just like updating the list left and right. Because like or, all good software, we're, we're, we're automating what is currently done manually by people. So we're going to replace them to enable them to do better things. With to do more yeah, let's, let's put a good spin on get, it. Not to get rid of them. <laughs> to help them build better toys. But right now, like you said, they're spending a lot of time just keeping track of kids. Well, we also elves, need to consider how really many stakeholders, sure. right, Phil? Like if you're talking about that, like how many stakeholders do we have that will be giving feedback in these demos? I mean, I guess I mean, it's the current team of elves that come up with this list along with Santa and the C-suite and Mrs. Claus, of course. Do, do we also have to, as another product, create a job board for elves after we put them out of work? <laughs> no, this we're not putting them out of work. <laughs> we're, you can, we're you can teach it to, to break code. They can maintain yeah, the second phase. That's true. Oh yeah. They become support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, who's, that... providing, who's providing support the night of, right? Because we're all going to be on time off. So how do we? <laughs> That's a good point. You have to have yeah. live support for this type of thing. We need to have, you know, an SLA in place. We need to know what what we have agreed to. 
24 seven minute by minute. Yeah. What are the performance metrics? Like, does it have to be like, no, sub second performance that's <clears throat> coming in and he's flying very quickly. Yeah. Our requirements are taking longer than the project will. <laughs> well, this is, yeah, we need to, these are all questions we get out in the open in front of Santa. Yeah. And then yeah. we get him to react and say, okay, let's just do a small POC. Okay. Let's cut back here. We get okay. him to react. He can code. Sweet. Maybe. Let's give him the work. He <laughs> will at the end of the project. <laughs> so has I, I anyone think... at, well, actually, has anyone asked Santa that, uh, if we have any limitations of the technology stack that we can choose from? Are there support elves that are going to need to make, inherit this? It's going so, to be um, Angular. Shop. <laughs> it, it well, has... That's a whole other, that's I mean, a whole other it... discussion now. Yeah, is this staff augmentation or are we coming in and doing everything? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to say one thing. Um, uh, I don't think that we are going to reach the mark for this release. So <laughs> hey, you got to have a little bit, bet. believe in a little Christmas magic. <laughs> no, but I was thinking that probably we, we, what we can do is we can release a POC, but it's not a final product. It can be just uh, a dashboard. It doesn't have to, to be the full application, right. mobile application. So, so just a dashboard that, that reports um, real-time uh, data that he can, that, that his team can look um, uh, alongside the, the current system. So he can just see how the, yeah. the, the behavior um, of the real-time feed is compared to the current system. Because <clears throat> running this live in a, in a short, in this, this a small amount of time is going to be pretty really problematic. I, I'm going back to one of the, your comments um, about this is going to be like the thing that's decide who gets the, the, the gift and who's not. So we, we should be like extra careful with releasing something that is really up to the task. Maybe we just make it like a checklist, right? It's like we, you know, real time, it's only the checklist part where as he goes to each house, he, he just needs to see naughty or nice. Yeah and check it off or i guess he doesn't even need to see the naughty list he just needs to see the nice list and where to go and yeah, what does he, he do with the naughty the, people yeah well i thought he gives them coal right oh that's true that's true yeah but, 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 but all that to say like the actual deliverable can be pretty <laughs> simple but he needs to trust that the uh he needs to trust that like the calculations and, and analytics is all there um, so this, that's kind of getting back to like what we talked about last time with user trust, right, Kareem? Like he needs to know that we build a reliable system and sees it working before he says, okay, yeah, cool. Just this give me the, the names. That it, it, will, it won't be rolled out on its own at least for another few years. Because right. if you're affecting that yeah. many people, it has to be a phased rollout over time that you have to like build trust with, right? Hey, is this list actually correct? Right. Because you can't turn to it as the go-to just right away. So it's something that a part of our plan would be, and then we can talk about that too. It's like, hey, here's the phase rollout. Like here are the milestones we're talking about, right? Year one is this, year two is this, year three is maybe when we start depending on the list more, um, uh, you know, our app more than the list. So I think that's what we can do when we talk about after the requirement piece of it. So if we're talking about the assumptions, once we get all those assumptions, and as we're looking at the requirements that we've talked about, we would talk about that in project management saying, okay, this is from, from your requirements, from what we've gathered, this would be our recommendation on sort of a rollout. 
from what we've gathered and what we have from um, embracing the constraints that we have for the holidays. That's what our recommendation would be. And then it would, you know, the next rollout could be in July of the next year. So there's more time for testing and whatnot. Oh, and interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to, do we have, do we, uh, do we need to take into account some QA? Just live uh, in production. Or, okay, good. <laughs> I don't always test, but when I do, it's, I it's live. <laughs> oh, for, for cloud, it has to be Snowflake. Come on. <laughs> what's the way, what's the AWS, um, like the long-term storage one called? Glacier. Glacier and Glacier, right? Because I mean, I'm sure we need to archive all the bliss. Yeah. I like Glacier. They might as well just call it Iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know the connotation. Well, hey, you know, that makes me think like, is this an opportunity to get Santa to go carbon neutral? Why is it getting people cold? You know? Oh. Can we like maybe we can suggest something else, you know? something and why are you even visiting people that are on the naughty list to begin with maybe you could save some fuel wasting reindeer so we, we can maybe call santa out like hey considering how much this affects you but then we'll probably get put on the naughty list so let's not do that we will, we're not doing it <laughs> no but we can help santa's image right it's like okay we can help you go carbon neutral and be green and so here's some ideas he'll, as well. he'll wear a green suit instead yeah it is red and green season i mean he can he can wear red oh, or yeah. green Oh, man. Well, we got off track. Um, well, I guess, yeah, we, we kind of need to circle back if, if this really is going to be a slim down and we only have so much time, like from project management perspective, how are we going to tackle this if, if we had such a big scope? And now we're obviously seeing ways we need to, we need to kind of pare it down to make this work in the amount of time we have. Um, oh, I mean, man. I think like from the project management side, it's, it's more of like the we've talked through these assumptions and the requirements from, but from the project management, it's more of how do you get something done? Like you can't, don't have a, there's not that formal approach that you would have, but it, <clears throat> it is the basic, you know, the basic fundamentals are there, but you just have to pull it tighter from that standpoint. You, you know, you're still going to have, we're still going to have a kickoff. We're still going to have a requirement session, but they'll be tightened up. Um, and we'll be doing more iterative process, right? But we'll still have reviews with the customer and looking at like, you know, options for different timelines and how are we going to get it out the door and who's going to be hosting, like all of that will we'll all be in our requirements gathering sessions and our technical requirements gathering sessions. But I don't know if we want to dive in really deep into the project management process of it rather than so how do you get something like this done, but keeping key points of that process. I don't know. What do y'all think? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm in some ways it's kind of funny. I feel like this is obviously like a fun little exercise and you know, Christmas special podcast episode, but I feel like I'm also kind of learning new things about myself and how to how I process these kinds of questions and how these kinds of questions don't always come up without these more informal discussions uh, that can kind of prompt those kinds of things. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of curious what y'all think. Well, it's almost like the, I like that because some of those requirements gathering sessions, I think need like this meeting right here would be helpful. Even, you know, as, as casual as it is, would be helpful 
to have this pre-meeting before you even get on some of those technical requirements or the requirements gathering calls in more of a relaxed manner. Because I think yeah. that like a lot of times for us, we go from meeting to meeting and we just get on that requirements and like, oh, look, let me see what I need to figure out from this call rather than having yeah. something more relaxed like this. It's like, oh, what if they told us that we had to shoot it to the moon? You know what I mean? It seems mm-hmm. like, right. like we're coming up with some really great questions and we might not always step back which, in other projects like, and have those. Which is where we awkwardly are on some of these meetings where it's like, Bill, Brandon, Dream, do you have any questions? And we're like, right. uh, I don't know. And then later it's <laughs> like, oh, you didn't you didn't have any good questions. But like, yeah, like I know I need that time to digest what everything you just told me, like client just told me about what we're doing to formulate all these questions. And yeah, like I like that idea of like, okay, we'll huddle. It's, it's professional prep, right? Not just for us because yeah. we're prepared and we can ask the, the better questions, but it's also respectful of the client's time because when we're there, we know what we're doing. We're asking the directed questions and not having to have other meetings because we right. were ready for that first one. Right. But I think that's a that's a key part of of our approach that we take is making sure that that we that we are prepared, that the teams understand the problem, that they've thought about some potential solutions even before we get into those requirement sessions. That way you know, like thinking about, do we need a data model or are we running something on AW, you know, how we're doing it, they have those questions ready, so. It's never as simple as you think is definitely the thing to highlight of like a yeah. seemingly simple app blows up, it can go in many different directions mm-hmm. and blow up. And then maybe the one thing that we would want, I don't know if we really captured is we're also not trying to just spend all your money and just like well what about this one but you know okay let's get back right. to something that's like useful and achievable yeah let's identify okay with the time we have with the scope we have with the budget mrs claus has approved like what are the big wins we can get for you oh, okay let's start with this poc let's start with you know let's prove the technology let's come up with something that makes sense and then and go usable from there. right, right? Yeah. and make sure it's usable you know, to Bruno's point of what he was saying, it's like, you know, we don't want to go live with it right away. Mm. We're going to make right. sure that it's actually, that he can use it like side by side with what he's, what he's doing now. Right. Yeah, I don't want a lawsuit from Santa on our hands. You <laughs> will never get another gift in your life, Kareem, yeah. and, Santa will, and Christmas will be ruined. Seriously. <laughs> Thanks for connecting with us today. We've had a lot of fun putting this episode together and just kind of playing with some of the questions that come up when you're in a more casual setting and talking about what a project may entail. And on that note, if you have a really complex problem that you're currently struggling to solve and would like some help, or you just have thoughts on what we talked about today or maybe thoughts on what we should talk about next, please feel free to reach out to us at podcast at experoinc.com or on Twitter at experoinc. We'd love to hear from you and we hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Thanks again for connecting with us. We should all have like, for this one, we should all introduce like first name, some Christmas I'm Kareem day. Kringle Jamal. Huh? <laughs> I'm like Phil Police Navidad Gambling. <laughs> there you go. I can't think of one.
This is my best meeting all day, right here. I'm glad. And peppermint crozier. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Do y'all actually want to do this? We should. We like, should. I, I guess we could record it and then, you know, see where that goes. If, if it sounds horrible. <laughs> okay. Ham peppermint. Okay. Um, Pamela Peppermint. I don't know. Kareem that's a lot. Pringle. That's, that's a mouthful. <laughs> Pamela Candy Cane Crozer. No. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, Kareem Candy Cane might actually be good. Ooh, yes. Let's do that. Bruno. Uh, Bruno Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want something. Bruno the Red Nose. Blitzen. Wait, no, Blitzen. Bruno Blitzen. That's one of the oh. reindeer. I don't know. That, oh, yeah. Is that just in English, though? What's what's that? Like it's one of the reindeer. At least, one like, of the reindeer's names. Oh, oh, it's in, in English though. He's the know, fast it's one, so it does match. Yeah. All oh, right. He always delivers. <laughs> he always delivers. <laughs> <laughs>